Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today, as in every day. We're going to have so much to talk about today, but let's first, let's start it out going to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. We want to be still. And know you. Father, thank you. We praise you for the great I am that you are. We cannot even fathom the sacrifice you made for us. That we might spend eternity with you. Oh, Abba Father. Thank you for wrapping us up in your love and your grace. And your mercy. I pray, Father, for today's show. I pray for this nation. I pray for those who are lost. And I pray for those who know you. May they be the bold ones. Courageous. May we hunger and thirst for your righteousness. May we just become gluttons of your word. And then share that with the lost, but in loving ways. But even, Father, when it is tough, when it is hard, when it could be even dangerous, may we be bold and have courage to stand up for you, for righteousness. For I know, Father, that all of the things that are going on in this world are because We have turned our heads. We have turned our faces away from you. We have turned our hearts. Climate change isn't ruining this country. It's the changing of our hearts that has brought us where we are. May we have a turning around and may our hearts once again be God seekers for truth and righteousness. It is in Jesus' name for such a time as this that I pray. Amen. I uh, wouldn't be doing my all of you justice, all the geeks out there in the world that are Star Wars geeks, if I didn't say, may the fourth be with you. <laughs> so may the fourth be with you, and may you realize the true force is, is our Lord. While the Hollywood gang of narcissists parade in their gowns and their suits of political and stupid statements, I have a good story from Sony and the Spider-Man story. The new movie, The Spider-Man No Way Home is the title of the movie. I have it here in my hands and I thought, you know, this is good news. I found this yesterday and this is actually something positive. Sony rejected 
China's demand to scrub the Statue of Liberty from the movie Spider-Man. <laughs> they said, no way, man. Maybe they didn't quite say it like that, but that's what they should have done. But the Chinese government demanded to delete the Statue of Liberty from Spider-Man, and they told him, no way. It says, according to the piece that was written by uh, Mr. Puck, that um, Chinese regulators, regulators had asked the Japanese entertainment giant to delete the Statue of Liberty from the ending of the film. Now, I haven't seen the film. I haven't even seen, and I should have. I've got, I've got kids that are big Spider fans, Spider-Man fans. But apparently there's three Spider-Men at the end of the movie, and they're all fighting, and they're all wrapping around the Statue of Liberty, which we know is a, an icon in American history for liberty. So, after they told him no, China then inquired if the doc, if the monument could be minimized, made smaller, according to the report. Specifically, they, they wondered if Sony could cut a few of the more patriotic shots of Tom Holland standing atop the crown or dull the lighting so that the Lady Liberty's visage wasn't so front and center. Sony, Sony again passed and said no. In two previous films that uh, Tom Holland was in, in Spider-Man franchise, had grossed $116 million and $200 million at the Chinese box office. So Sony is sacrificing the almighty dollar here by standing firm with an American icon called the Statue of Liberty. However, it isn't that the first time that Sony has defied Chinese censors. In 2019, in the media conglomerate backed uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, refusal to omit the controversial Bruce Lee portrayal from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which prompted China to cancel the flick's release there. Sony's stalwart acts come as Hollywood Studios face backlashing and for adulterating their movies so they don't upset Chinese censors. You know that guy that rides the cow, which makes no sense in that insurance commercial or whatever it is? He's this great big huge muscle guy, works out and everything, but he he kowtowered to, uh, to China and apologized for some scene in his movie and said he'd never do it again. But in January, it says here, China snipped the iconic destructive ending to Fight Club and replaced it with a milk toast version where the government comes out on top. China isn't the only country to downplay symbols of American patriotism in the movies. It says back in 2011, who was, who was president then? Oh, I remember. In 2011, Paramount released Captain America, the first Avenger, under the title The First Avenger in Russia, South Korea, the Ukraine, all those countries who have a great distaste for U.S. foreign policy. So they dropped the title Captain America, and it was just called The First Avengers over there. But Spider-Man will remain on the Statue of Liberty. I think that's a great story. 
but that's just me. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like that sometimes. Now, liars, cheaters, and leakers. I want you to know one thing about them. They are not leaders. And bullies are not leaders. I have a story here about the Meta Gala, or the Met Gala. And claiming that Hillary Clinton made a white supremacy gesture. Well, we've heard this before. They blamed Trump for that, too, and GW. They claimed he was making a Satan worship sign, and it was really the Go Longhorns sign. So that part I will ignore, because that is what I call petty news. Could it be true? Yeah, I don't put a pastor to do something like that. But there are lots of signs and clues to follow as to the character of these so-called leaders in this country. First, I do not believe them to be leaders, just celebrities who ain't got a clue. I bet I drive the English teachers crazy saying that. You know I do it on purpose, right? I throw that word ain't in there. But have they have lots of stupid ideas of how you should live to make this world a better place. How you should live, not them. Because they're doing just fine in their beautiful gowns. Did you see the uh, the mayor of New York was at that gala? And he had a fancy-dancy suit on, and it had a message on the back about cops and gun control. Well, since this article is about Hillary, we're going to talk about Hillary. She was in a red dress on the Met Gala. Making hand gestures? Well, maybe. But let's talk about the other things that truly characterize Hillary Clinton. You know, she wants to run for president again. We owe it to her! No, we don't. I don't owe Hillary squat. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Liars and leader, liars and cheaters and leakers, they are not leaders. And we'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Rachel Campos Duffy is coming to St. Louis for Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event. As a published author and respected television personality, Rachel began her career as a cast member on the MTV reality series The Real World San Francisco. As a co-host of Fox and Friends Weekend and frequent guest of The Today Show and The View, Rachel is highly sought after for her unique views on politics, culture, and parenting. Undeterred by their unborn baby's Down syndrome diagnosis, Rachel and her husband, former Congressman Sean Duffy, welcomed their daughter, Valentina, into the world. Rachel supports Vitae's pro-woman approach, which effectively reaches women facing unexpected pregnancies with life-saving resources. Come see Rachel Campos Duffy at Vitae Foundation's pro-life event on Tuesday, May 17th at the Hilton St. Louis Frontenac. Register for this important dinner event before May 6th at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity, and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply, and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com. That is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com or call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. So I'm going to talk just a little bit about Hillary. You know she wants to run for president once more because she was cheated out the first time. Well, what kind of a leader would Hillary Clinton be? Not because she made a gesture at uh, at the gala. But Hillary lost the 2016 election and... We are finding out more and more and more how she cheated to win and actually plotted to destroy Donald Trump. Hillary has a long history of lying and losing her temper. She also has a long line of deaths of people behind her as well. Nobody's ever found out what happened to Seth that worked on her campaign. After something was leaked, he seemed to disappear. Killed by a robber who didn't rob him of anything. But a leader knows when to lead and when to take a bow. Hillary is incapable of either one of those things. She can't shut up, and she constantly makes a fool of herself. Remember her book she wrote? It was her 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 journey through her loss in the presidency, and it was a letter to her mother. And she sat there bawled and cried because she was supposed to be president and she didn't. But she showed you her true character that fatal night in November of 2016. The night she lost. Even after cheating and paying a lot of money to win, she lost. 
So she got drunk. She's known for that, you know. And she got angry. She threw things across the room, according to some folks. And then she, I think she was throwing him at Bill and slapping him around a little bit, like we know she has done in the past. Then she refused to to um, come down and concede or even talk to her followers. The followers, the campaign workers, who sacrificed for her election campaign. They probably paid to be there that night for that party. They were left for hours waiting for Hillary, who didn't show up for several days. Finally, that campaign guy, John Podesta, showed up on the party scene to tell the people, many of them crying and bawling their eyes out, that they needed to go home. Hillary is all about Hillary. And should she couldn't care less about those who fought for her, who campaigned for her, who went door to door for her. In fact, she loathes them. And she probably still loathes them today. Loathes as in hates. If she had any character of leadership, any compassion for all those, she wasn't the only one who lost that night. She'd have been there. She'd have stood up like a man. (laughs) She'd have manned up and she'd have been there. But she was not. And these actions are not the actions or the character of a true leader who would want her, who would want her, her finger on the red button. She got drunk one night. Hillary is what we are now calling a swampocrat. The Republican swampocrats, they introduced legislation. It says they're going to do this. They are going to do this. They are going to introduce legislation. To defund Biden's, 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 Biden's disinformation board. This is coming from a Louisiana representative, Mike Johnson. He says we'll introduce it on Tuesday. I guess this was, this will be next Tuesday because this was written yesterday. Maybe they did it yesterday. That would defund the Department of Homeland Security's new disinformation governance board. Well, they speak a lot, don't they? And they may have put this legislation out there, but they know darn good and well they haven't got the votes to pass it, and they know Pelosi probably won't even let it get to the floor. You see, they never really fight to win. Have you noticed that? Now, there's a lot of Republicans that I like, and there's a lot of Republicans I don't like, but I don't trust any of them. Not any of them, and you shouldn't either. Well... Folks, we know that this legislation isn't going to go anywhere. I'm not sad that they're doing it, but the bragging about it is really a little bit much for me. They never fight to win for you and I do. For you and I. But they do always compromise to spend. They never fight to win, but they compromise to spend. Remember that. The next omnibus bill that comes across here in a few months. Or weeks. I'm not sure when the next one gets signed again. Well, the left say that Trump has lost his support of the Republican Party. (laughs) 
Oh, really? Well, how many of you were watching? I know some of you are in Ohio and some of you are in Indiana. How many of you were watching what took place last night on election primary nights? Well, it says all 22 candidates in Ohio and Indiana endorsed by former President Donald J. Trump completed a clean sweep of Tuesday's primaries, indicating that the strength of the Trump endorsement is as mighty as it has ever been. Rudy found out it was 50 to 0. 55. 55, I'm sorry, 55 to 0. I've got 55 written in front of me. I just... Yeah, 55 to nothing. He's winning. He's in winning. 2022. That includes Texas and Ohio and Indiana. So, so. would we, would we come to the conclusion, because we know that uh, Soros spends a lot of money on these campaigns, in particular for the Attorney General offices and stuff in, in these states. Uh, there was rumors that some of his money went to Crichton's that won the governorship and then got, they get kicked out in Missouri. But is Trump's endorsement worth more than Soros' money? I don't know how many of these, uh, candidates, Rudy read this in a little more detail than I did, were actually running for attorney generals. That would be great if we could replace some of the attorney generals that Soros has in place. But J.D. Vance, which has been skeptical, a lot of people didn't trust him because he started out not liking Trump, and then he changed his mind. And um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I would say that the left have it wrong. He apparently, well, or maybe, maybe the voters have given up on the GOP, on the RNC. And they're following a man who actually kept or tried to keep his promises to Americans. Maybe that's what's really weakened, is the people are supporting the Trump era rather than the RNC that we have supported for so long and continually lets us down. Just like the Peacocks who are strutting around saying, we're going to put this legislation on and they're patting themselves on the back and they're just going... You don't have the majority, and you're not going to win. So let's not. What if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stewart didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in 6 million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Order Jim's book today. What if things were made in America again? Send $24.95 to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Let's build it in America, buy it in America, and bring America home.
there's a new movie coming out. And it's um, going to be, it's called 2,000 Mules, and I think it opens this weekend on the 7th. I've got plans the 7th. I can't go see it, but it's going to be in theaters, and you can go check on it. I'll talk about that when we come back. It's a Dinesh D'Souza film. I think you're going to find this very interesting, this information. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. There's so, so much to cover. So little time in this hour. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Okay, hold on. We had music. I had, okay. We will keep going, my producer said. So, in, in this film, 2000 Mules, they're calling the mules, these are the ballot harvesters that are delivering the ballots. And when they did this, they were being tracked. And we have evidence from Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and Arizona. Those were the ones that seemed to flip when President Trump was running and caused him to lose the 2020 election. So I have some information on that from this, and this is in a movie that Dinesh D'Souza has done. It's called 2000 Mules. And now I hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. I'm going to go through so many things here that uh, it's going to be pretty like rapid fire, I think. But on the Dinesh D'Souza, I put at the top of that, Buy you some popcorn. I love popcorn. Um, I ate some last night. Kids went, I went to grandkids playing. Well, I had one, I had a granddaughter running track and I had two grandsons playing baseball and I managed to make it all. <laughs> I made it to all of them. I get grandma of the year. I get Mima of the year award for last night for not for other things because I'm always late with their birthday cards and that kind of thing. But buy you some popcorn when you go to the movie this weekend. It's uh, Dinesh D'Souza's film, 2,000 Mules is what it's called. An informant from Arizona detailed in Dinesh D'Souza's new documentary, The 2,000 Mules, how she participated in an alleged illegal ballot harvesting operation during the 2020 general election. I meant to look up that quote again that Joe Biden let slip when he was running for president about how they'd put together the most fraudulent Election, uh, I can't remember what he called it. Comprehensive election fraud organization. (laughs) Yeah, they put it together. And he was telling the truth because that's what they told him. And unfortunately, somebody, you know, he has like a child, the uncanny ability to remember things he's not supposed to remember and not remember things he's supposed to remember. So... A mule is a term used in the movie for those who repeatedly picked up batches of ballots and placed them in drop boxes. TrueVote used a cell phone geo-tracking data to identify people who went to 10 or more drop boxes and 5 or more visits to non-governmental organizations working in voter turnout during the 2020 general election. The mules followed a pattern of repeatedly going to Dropbox locations and back to offices of non-government organizations where allegedly ballots were being collected. The movie called these locations stash houses. 
The mules averaged 38 visits during the election nationwide with an average of five ballots per visit. That's 380,000 illegal votes. Think about that. In Arizona, the true vote identified 200 mules who averaged 20 drop box visits with five ballots per. Allegedly, this resulted in 20,000 votes being illegally cast. Goes on and says that Dinesh noted that there was more than Biden's 10,457 vote margin victory. So he didn't really win, did he? He says pings don't lie. True the vote President Catherine Engelbrecht told Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk in a recent interview. When True the Vote lowered the threshold for mules from 10 or more visits to drop boxes to 5 or more, this revealed a huge upsurge in the number of mules from 2,000 to to 54,000. Even assuming only three ballots per drop, the number of allegedly illegally cast ballots would shoot up from 380,000 to 810,000. Under this calculation, Trump would have won all five swing states, Biden flipped, and his electoral college victory would have been 305 to 233. True the votes, Greg Phillips, Greg Phillips, interviewed an informant from Yuma County, Arizona, who detailed how mules would drop off ballots and come in for what she assumed were weekly payments during the election. The average number of trips per mule in the county was 31, according to Engelbrecht. This is quite interesting. He said, I would get a call, this is what this informant said, to find out how many ballots were brought in and if they were already pre-filled out Pre-filled, if they were filled out already. A woman would come to the office, look at them, and then before she left, she would either take them herself, but other times she would ask me to drop them off at the library. Is this why, do you remember they had the uh, mail truck that was full of ballots? disappeared. Wasn't it a library that he was parked at? I could be mistaken on that. I do forget things some. He said, in the last month, Arizona Attorney General Mark Bronovich released an interim report stating that fraud did not occur in the 2020 election in Maricopa County. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It did occur. Bronovich said in a letter to state Senate President uh, Karen Fan that his election integrity office found instances of election fraud by individuals who have been or will be prosecuted for various election crimes. The view was not the review was not yet complete. We are therefore limited in what we can disclose, what specific criminal and civil investigations. Based on the information revealed in 2000 Mules, D'Souza argues the next step for law enforcement is clear. They've got to chase down the surveillance 
cameras and the uh, cell phone tracking. They've got to do that. He says that's an easy way to bust it, but it's not the way you think. And this is when he tells how to do it. It's not to go find the ballots in the in the ballot mix. You can't do that. That's next to impossible. But he says law enforcement has to step in at this point, and their next step is to go and interview the mules. Who paid you? Where'd you get the money? The bank and the cell phone records and offering immunity to the small fish to flip the big ones would seem to be the other way the officials could press on. D'Souza concluded, today's totalitarian regimes camouflage their fake elections with appearances of democracy. But they're not real democracies. We don't want to join them. Well, we're not a democracy. We need to understand that, my friends. We need to understand that. So if you can, and you can go to a, a website, and I assume it's 2000mules.com, but you can go to the website, and we'll find it. I think we already did. We posted it on Facebook here just a few minutes ago. But we'll do it again, and uh, you can uh, find out where it's going to be showing in your area. 2000 Mules. I have another article here. I really like Molly Hemingway. She's on Fox periodically, and once in a while you see her on Newsmax as well. She's not exclusive. She's exclusive with The Federalist, and she writes for The Federalist. And she's talking about what happened with this leak from the Supreme Court, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, that might happen. And she says the Supreme Court must block yet another insurrection attempt. Now, They're coining this phrase insurrection because of January 6th. But my friends, when we have candidates, uh, presidents, that's saying they're going to, to transform the United States of America, fundamentally transform, what are they talking about? They're talking about tearing this country apart. They are the insurrectionists, not citizens who wanted to witness. They didn't want to change the vote. They wanted to witness and make sure it was done correctly. And they were probably holding some of those representatives and senators to the fire that said they were going to contest them. You know, these five here that we just talked about in Arizona, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia. Those. But that didn't happen because January 6th had some instigators causing a little trouble. And it turned into a riot, not an insurrection. Those were not armed. The only ones armed were those who shot and hurt citizens like Ashley Babbitt. They killed her without warning. Just shot her dead. And that guy seems to be a hero. He's a cop. How could he possibly be a hero? To the left. I believe it was plotted just like I believe the leak of the Supreme Court was plotted. Hemingway's thing in this article is they need to punish the leaker and expose them. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. The age of the absurd is what we'll talk about when we come back.
Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate. The world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals.
radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned. We're in the final segment of today's show. I want to make one more point regarding this uh, Roe versus Wade and this leak with the uh, Supreme Court. We need to punish the leakers. We certainly do. But this is what I believe the Democrats are behind this. Somebody thought, and she, the person who ever leaked to him or her, whatever it was, <laughs> they'll com- commend him to be a hero. Not Snowden. Snowden wasn't. He's still in Russia, I guess. I don't know. But the Democrats are going to make abortion the key issue of the midterms because they want you to forget all about how much you're paying at the gas pump. They want you to forget all about the fact that you've lost your jobs. They want you to forget all about all the terrible things they're doing to your children in these public schools. They want you to forget all about the invasion at the borders. They want you to forget all about the inflation, and it's soon going to be a terrible recession on the American people here. And they want you to think that abortion is the most important thing to our democracy ever. And it's a lie. One, abortion is not health care. Two, you have a choice, women. Now, maybe not if you were raped. But you still have a choice after that. They had a a woman that was speaking last night. I think it was last night. That she was a baby from a rape. But her mother kept her. Her mother was only 11. And the family said, no, this has value. And they didn't abort that child. Now she's running for office in the state of Pennsylvania. A conservative black woman. Beautiful woman. What a story. What a, what a beautiful, beautiful story. What God, what man means for evil, God will use for good. Remember that. Remember that. So, I'm going to share with you an article and we're probably going to run out of time because I talk too much sometimes, but here are two, the, the article is called The Age of the Absurd, and it's by Dennis Prager from The American Greatness. But here are two articles, and I'm just going to read the title to them, because I think you should know what they say. D.C. School Gives Anti-Racism Fist Book to Four-Year-Olds and Asks Them to Out-Racist Family Members, and Ask Them to out Racist family members. Another one. And these are both, this, these are both by Eric Lindrum from American Greatness. The Oregon Education Department. Now remember, we're talking about 
the absurd, the age of the absurd. It's an Oregon education department to mandate menstruation products in boys' bathrooms. Because we all know they need to take care of that. I'm telling you, folks, they want your children and your grandchildren. And they're going to dumb them down and drug them up, and they're going to do whatever they can to make these children absolutely useful, useless to society. They don't care about life. The fact that abortion is such a crown for the Democrat Party tells you they don't care about life. They don't care about those women that are pregnant. They just assume they not have any rights. They've showed us that with this absurdity. So let's talk about this. He said, number one, he said, the West has gone through many, many eras. The so-called dark ages of the Renaissance. The the age of reason. The age of enlightenment. The industrial age. The postmodern age. And the present age is the age of absurd. The terms of the absurdity and the cultural elite believe and how convinced masses of people to believe. That is the most amazing thing, is that they've got so many people believing these absolutely stupid things, like putting <laughs> menstrual products in a boy's bathroom. I don't even like to say it. That stuff was, you know, we were we were very shy when I was a kid, and now everything goes. I don't know. But here's a list of the most ridiculous. Men give birth. Heading the list <laughs> to the radical re- redefinition. Indeed, denial of sex and gender. Leading to such reality-defying statements as men give birth. Men menstruate. Birthing person instead of mother. By the way, Mother's Day is this weekend. And, or person, birthing person. I was, I was both. And I was also a Marine Sergeant. I raised all boys. And the Disney, I wasn't literally a Marine Sergeant. <laughs> and the Disney theme parks no longer want to greet you with ladies and gentlemen or boys and girls. It's an, what's, I don't know. Number two, it is fair to allow biological men to compete in women's sports. So we fought so hard to have women's sports. And now it's gone. Just like that. Because the Democrats, the left, the socialists, the globalists, the ignorance of them all, the swampocrats, want you to believe the absurd. Defund police and crime will decrease. (laughs) Well, even a 10-year-old, he says, can recognize that that's not true. Radical, number four, radical segregation is anti-racist. Opposition to racial segregation is racist. So we had this movement, what, a few decades ago. I was just a kid when that was going on. And now they're separating. That was to put people together to integrate, and now they're going to segregate them and move them apart. So we have blacks having their own graduations. They don't want to graduate with those white people. And then the word Latinx doesn't exist. They made it up. And even the Latinos don't use it. They think it's stupid. Your race matters. The color of your skin is what matters. Of course that's racist. But that's not what they believe. They want 
to divide the American people. Diversity is strength. And this one was interesting because they claim that we're not diverse enough and we need more and more and more. And then they want to segregate. That doesn't make any sense, does it? But he was talking about the same, the same New York Times that is claiming this. They just happened to put in an article about the happiest countries in the world. And those countries were Finland, Norway, Denmark, and Iceland. And this was back in 2018, the world's happiest report. The world's happiest report, happiness report. But they failed to say they were majority. Now, he's not saying this is happiness. But they failed to to recognize that those are all predominantly white, predominantly Protestant in faith, and they all speak the same language. We're going to run out of time. I hear the music. Free speech does not allow hate speech, and of course it does. you got to be able to say things. You're not a human being until you're born. We know that's not true. They don't follow the science. Capitalism is evil, but capitalism has made the very poor, wealthy. And America is systemically racist, which we know is absurd. People don't put their lives in danger to go someplace where they're not they're not going to be accepted. He said Jews didn't immigrate to Germany. Friends, it's absurd what they have told us, and we need to stand up for what's right and what's righteous and bring America home. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at Loving Liberty. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com